Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This Ben Jarofsky Show Benny J bonus interview is brought to you in part by the International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers, Local 126 and District 8, the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local 9, the International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 150, and the Chicago Federation of Labor. That's correct. Benny J, take it away. Bonus time on the Ben Jarofsky Show as I speak. It's Wednesday, March 4th, 2020, but of course it's a bonus. It's a podcast. You can hear it anytime. It could be year 2035 when you're listening to it, in which case you're going to want to know what was the headline in on march 4 2020 great question all Dennis. of our 2035 listeners they want to know this. all right so in my beloved bright one home delivered every day chicago sun times the headline was get ready for this folks super two day oh super oh. two day get oh, it because i see what they did there oh, i see what they did there you know what he sees what we did, did I there. see what they did there. Bernie and Biden are down They're to two. two. <laughs> Super two day. As we do. <laughs> Thank you, Robert Mueller. Uh, as we do on every bonus show uh, of the Benjamin Show. Oh, as we boy. do on every Ben Jarofsky bonus show, I ask my distinguished guest to introduce him or herself. So distinguished guest, introduce yourself. Hello, I am Scott Duff. I am an actor, comedian, and host of Out Chicago on WCPT. What station is that? WCPT. You know, the one that fired you. Oh, the one that fired yeah. you. Yeah, the, the one that fired you. The one that's commonly known as W. See you later, Ben. Uh, <laughs> yeah, CBJ. Yeah, uh, See you, Ben Jarowski. Back in the old days uh, when I worked at that station, <laughs> young Scotty Duff was a regular on my show every Friday, uh, like fourth Friday. The, he would come on, and uh, we so would... Was it every Friday or every fourth it Friday? It was every, every fourth, fourth Friday. Friday. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> what, are you a lawyer all of a sudden? Oh, well, I uh, didn't know. <laughs> all we have are these people's ears, all right? You were confusing them. Uh, so it was every fourth Friday, and uh, we would... Remember the preparation? The, always the preparation, like the Friday morning or the Thursday evening before the You would send me show. a text, and you'd say, this is what we're talking about. No, first or, was the phone call. Oh, yeah, there'd be the phone call. call. There is a phone call. We're going to talk about that. What do you want to talk about? What's going on? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about is basically what you do. But then, like, at the end of the episode, you would, like, we would schedule the next one, and then you would send me a text (laughs) right away. Even though you saw me putting it in my phone, you would send me, like, hey. You're going to be on the show next month. Like, no shit. All right. You saw me. You saw me put it in. Some things haven't changed. Uh, okay, good, good, good. Cool, cool, cool. I still do everything. Nothing has changed in my life, Scott. When I book a guest, I immediately send that text. They go, well, Ben, you don't have to because it's in my phone computer. I go, well, I don't trust you. Boom. Oh, so you're going to send them a text because that is also on your phone computer. Like, that's going to be. No, but that'd be State Exhibit A if they don't show up. Uh, Uh, According to my the paper trail, the the receipts, (laughs) as the kids call it these days. Yeah, oh, I see what's going and on. And then there. the thing was, I'd have the cheat sheet, which I would sk- uh, send young Scott, and, and we then we would never go anything. And then we get mad at me. I wouldn't get mad at I you. I prepared for this. No, you thing. just would make fun of me, like Lord Byron. It's like you know, like see, that's all that you would do is you just make fun of me because I'm you're like your little dancing clown. Wait, here, like, to help people with the Lord Byron reference. I oh, forgot what the Lord. Okay, Byron. so. Uh, on CPT, they have civil rights snapshots. And then because I have the gay show, I get all the gay ones. And there was one that was like Lord Byron. I don't even remember. Oh, I know. It. I remember. It was it. like a moment of like Lord Byron. He was gay and we like him. No, you know? I know. I, Scott, I remember it because uh, it was Byron. at a break in, yeah. in the show. We were a commercial break and I'm sitting there preparing for the next segment. And I hear over the, uh, the headphones 
somebody saying Lord Byron and I pushed the little button to talk to Dennis in the control is that Scott Duff and yeah, he, you're like who the hell is that he goes yep. it's Scott Duff and then from that I'm Lord Byron yeah, good times good times I'm, good times I'm, man I, I can't believe them. they fired me God, we had I can't believe times. they fired you either that anyway, was a that's big old a shocker story. Anyway, yeah. uh, alright lots to talk about with young Scott Duff and um, so he, and in addition to being a host of a show every Sunday in WCPT, say I said it. Thank you. 8.20 in the AM dial. 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. Wow. 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 I used get to, all the <laughs> In addition to that, he's a great actor. I think he's a very funny comic actor. You're probably offended that I just limited you to comedy, but no. you're a very funny comic actor. I saw him last year uh, in Noises Off. Hilarious. My wife and I went to see it. It's one of my favorite farces. It's hilarious play if you haven't seen it. Of course, you can't see it now because it's not playing. So <laughs> what's going on with your acting career right now? You came in and you said- Nothing. <laughs> Zip. Zilch. Nada. So talk about that. Yeah. No, but like that's part of the, the, the you know, why, why, why do I do this? Like it's, it, it's part of the, the actor comic life, you know, it's like comes in booms and busts. And right now I'm going through like, whew, I just can't book anything right now. And, and it's really frustrating. Well, you said something when you came in. You said something that was funny the way you said it, but oh, it, it's it was, just dude. Scott Duff needs a win. Yeah. Like I need a win. Like right now, it's been, you know, I've been I've been so close to everything. Like I, there was a okay. Now I can say fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Was, you there can was say a, whatever you want. I'm sorry. I'm just so excited. They're like, oh, look, I'm not on CPT. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I love swearing. I love swearing so much. Swearing, swearing, swearing. Hell damn fart. Fuck. <laughs> there we are. Take no, a but chill, I've been, man. <laughs> no, uh, think about. I was up for like this I'm, cheesy, like rom com that was on freeform that was shot in here, and it was like you know it was one of the first like the gay rom com, and actually I watched it and it was kind of bad. Uh, but the thing that pissed me off about that, I was like so close to getting it, but then I, the, the my part, the director played it. <laughs> I mean the person you were auditioning for? The guy who I was auditioning for. <laughs> ah, forget he was you. like, eh, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna play it myself. You know, I'm like Why audition anybody? Then? I know why audition anybody. And then also like the way he did it, I'm like, oh, this is so completely different than what I why didn't you tell me like, hey no, don't be funny, be be earnest. And I'm like, okay, well, how about you change your dialogue? Because yeah. <laughs> your dialogue is dumb. Uh, and I'm like, this is the only one that's pal palpable. Because he wrote the thing too. Uh, so did you talk to the, when they when they reject you or don't cast you? Let me put it that way. Uh, do they call or do you just know because so much time it has passed? It depends. So like, if you're uh, going stuff through your agent, usually like it's usually mainly TV and film, mm -hmm. you will be like, you get called for, for a callback. And then right afterwards, pretty quickly, they'll say, okay, you're either, um, you're on hold or you have been released, which is great. I'm like, I love that. Like, thank you for letting me know. So I'm not just sitting there like constantly, you know how you like check your clicks. Yes. If I have a callback, <laughs> if I get called back for yeah. something, I am like a refresh, refresh, refresh <laughs> on my email the whole time. I'm like, yeah. come on now, come on, yeah. come on, here we go. Yeah, it's the worst. Uh, but like for a lot of theater, there's, and there's this one, one particular theater that I've been, I had a, a couple of auditions for and made it, I was very far along, like basically between me and, the person who got it, yeah. but uh, but they don't let you know. And there was one time, like you, you guys invited me to come, so you just you should let me know. So what's I going think. on? Why don't they let you know? Are they just are oh, they I don't know. Like, no, I think part of it's just being a scaredy cat. They don't want to. They don't want to deliver bad news. Wow. Nobody likes to deliver bad news. But like at this point, we're like, hey, we're you know we're professionals. We've been in this career. We've been in this business for how long? Just just send an just send an email. Like, hey, thank you for your time, and but we're going a different way. You're the best. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. That'd be great. It doesn't so, yeah. work that way. It doesn't work that way. So yeah, so that's kind of like dried up and then like I then out of nowhere, like a like a freaking ninety year old four hundred pound person, I got blood clots. Oh my God. That's so right. So it's just yeah. like, I mean, it really yeah. was just kind of like uh and oh, and I also was up for an, another job. Uh, I was actually up for uh, a teaching position. Uh and I found out that Tuesday. So basically I was like, uh Here's my week. Sorry, this is going to be this weird. Is this is like my week. So, so I was on hold for two different TV shows, uh, a callback for a play, and I was uh, in the running for this teaching position. Um, 
which would have been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Friday, I found out I lost one of the TV shows. On Monday, I found out I lost the other TV show. I never heard back about the play, so I'm just assuming I didn't get it. Wait, hold uh, on. The phone just rang. phone just rang. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah no, I saw the press release of the cast. So, yeah. It wasn't me. <laughs> okay. uh, and, then, uh, and then Tuesday, I was told I wasn't going to be moving forward with this job search. And then on Friday, uh, blood clots. Damn. <laughs> it was man. like a real oh, wow. shit week. <laughs> it was a real shit week. Wow. Yeah, and they have no idea how I got them. Yeah. Did this emerge? How did you find out that you had Well, them? I thought that I had uh, tendonitis because it felt like, you know, I, because I'm such a spaz and I usually do physical theater stuff and, like, I'm running up and down stairs or yeah. whatever. I'm just really physical. I know what it's like. Like, I get tendonitis. Like, I hurt my, my legs. Um, so I walked into, thankfully, I had insurance. Thank you, Actors Equity, the best insurance on the planet. Uh, and I went to this walk-in clinic, and I was like, hey, I got tendonitis. And this woman looked at it. She's like, wow, yeah, it's swollen. and It's very tender. Yep, you, you've got tendonitis. But you know what? You should probably go um, just get an ultrasound just just to be safe because it's, t- it's totally not blood clots. It's so not blood clots. But And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, cool, cool, cool. And I went to go see a play that night, uh, and I was like, I hurt. Like, this this hurts. Um and then, but I had, a, yeah, I had a coming uh, during the play. So it was, it was fine. Uh, and then the next morning I woke up, I'm like, man, this really, really hurts. So mm. I'm like, okay, I'm going to call, schedule this ultrasound. Uh, and I had to go through like North Shore, is it North Shore Health? North Shore Health? Yeah. Those people are awesome, by the way. Just want to let you know. They're pretty on, on their game. Uh, and I called and they're like, the only place I could take me in that day was in Highland Park. Okay. I'm an actor. Yeah. There is not a hubcap on my car. Yeah. Like it is a it is a tuna can <laughs> that I drive around. It's got a dent in it and everything. Yeah. So me driving anytime I have to drive to Highland Park, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna get pulled over. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna know like a poor is here. There's a poor. There is a poor. We must stop the poor from getting into yeah. Highland Park. Um, and I walked in and. There's this dude named Vladimir who's running the ultrasound machine. He's like, hey, all right, so take off, you know, put on robe and take off everything and we'll get going. Yeah. And the whole technology of it is great. Have you ever, I mean, have you, I guess no one in this had an ultrasound recently. No. But, uh, no, but it's like, it's pretty amazing because like they put the, they, they slathered my leg with all this goo. Yeah. And they're like, all right, here we go. Let's uh-huh. go check this out. And he's like turning the monitor towards me. So you can see like, look at this. And like, here's your vein. <laughs> and if I push you, you can see like the blood moving yeah. faster through it. I'm like, that's so cool. He's like, yeah, look at this. This is great. You're doing good. You're doing good. And then he gets down by my knee and he goes, oh. And then he moves the monitor away from me. And I'm like, oh, that can't be good. Oh, my. He has to go, yep, you've got clots. I'm like, oh, okay. yeah. Has, and, and plural. He move, the, he move the monitor away like you would know. You know, like, how would well, you, you know? Because you could see him. I mean, you could see, like, you could see the vein. You could see, like, blood moving through the vein. Like, when he was pushed, like, he was literally pushing on my veins uh, to make blood. Then you see blood, like. Blocking, hitting a wall. Well, I don't know because he turned it away from me. Yeah, so he's like, "Don't look at this," because apparently, well, it's like a naked picture of somebody. Well, no, it could have been. Maybe he's he was like, taking naked pictures of me because he was just like, "Yeah, hey there." So uh, he goes, "He was the one who broke the news to you." Yeah, he broke the news to me, and I'm like, "Damn it!" Um, and then wow. they just put me in a wheelchair and moved me down to the ER and was admitted there, and it was. So how do they get rid of a clot? Uh, blood thinners. Blood thinners and uh, compression socks. I'm rocking <laughs> the hottest compression sock right oh, now. man. Hold up. There we go. Uh, okay. Too bad we don't have I, the, camera the camera's working. not working. Yeah. Damn it. I look like a mannequin. Like it is a mannequin <laughs> leg. And it, it takes me about five minutes to try to put this fucker on. It's so tight. Yeah. <laughs> They're weird. Have you ever had to wear compression no. socks? They're because you're not old. I'm an old man. I am like, older than you. I know, but apparently I'm grandma gay over here with this <laughs> this thing going on. Whatever. So it's like, yeah, it's so I have compression socks and blood thinners. And I'm like, uh, okay. And so uh, when, when I uh, called Scott, to uh, invite him to come on the show, he was also uh, under the influence of medical marijuana. Oh, it wasn't medical. It was. <laughs> it might be have been used for medical purposes. No, no, yeah. Thank you, cannabis. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, cannabis. That's something that's happened since we uh, last did one of these talks. Legalization uh, is legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You must be Thank happy you. with that. Very. Yeah. 
Oh, very much I've so. I've been singing Pritzker's praise. Well, I just today I was giving a recitation of appreciation to J.B. Pritzker. He's doing for, a good job. He's doing a good job, you know, and I didn't vote for him. I voted for somebody else whose name I won't mention because I don't mention the guy's name. <laughs> oh, oh, I was like sitting there going like, who? Oh, that other guy. The other guy. I loved his, the other guy's lieutenant governor. Loved her. She was great. Anyway, um, so yeah, the legal reefer. Man, did you ever think you'd see the time when uh, marijuana would be legal? No. In the state of Illinois. It caught me off guard too. I mean, fighting for No, but I was very happy about it. Yeah, so the, okay. They're so, very happy. Uh, but you're not on uh, marijuana right now. No, because I had to drive. Okay. I had to drive down here. But yeah, so, basically uh, it's just been like a whole month of me just like being stoned in the, like from like five until I go to bed. And uh, so what what did you do all day? Uh, I watched, uh, well, I crushed a lot of candy. I have crushed <laughs> so much candy. Uh, and I've watched a you lot You mean of the game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Ben thought uh, you were like crushing like Laffy Taffy's yeah, or something. I thought that's what you were doing. <laughs> oh, shut up, Ben! No, no. <laughs> I literally uh, thought that's what he was doing. I know. I no, know. I'm, I'm on my on my phone. I'm oh, like, okay. playing Candy Crush. Yeah, do a lot of Candy Crush. You know, uh, trying to write some new material for for stand up and stuff. Fortunately, like I got some of that from. Thank you, blood clots. You know, um, so you have blood clot routines. Yes, I've got blood clot nice. routines going Something on right now. Happened. Cool, yeah, man. yeah, that's what they're my clot takes. <laughs> like what I like to say. Yeah. Uh, have yeah. you tried it out? Have you done any? Uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. It works. Some of the, it, it's weird because like in with stand up, which is really, um, it you can kind of go down two different roads. You know, it's like just joke, 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 or there's more of like a storytelling kind of thing. Uh-huh. And sometimes people don't want to hear like like I'm on a comedy club. I don't want to hear about how every day is precious, you know, cause yeah. like, it's got kind of rapid it, do this whole thing. Cause I'm like, you never know what's going to happen to you. Um, but yeah, some of it's good. Some some of it's good and still working, still and, working on it. And, uh, so did you watch, you said you watched a lot of Netflix, you watched a lot, a lot of Netflix. Yeah. Have you seen cheer? No, I don't even know what cheer is. Cheer is a Netflix docu-series that follows oh, the, cheerleaders? This, the cheerleaders. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah. It's so good. And these kids, they were, I mean, it's in a small town in Texas. Yeah. Uh, like it's like a Navarro college was like a junior college. And it just follows this cheer team as they're getting ready to go to nationals. And it's amazing. Funny, like, sad. Yes. Both. It's both. Like it's so inspiring. Like these, okay. I, I'm trying to figure out where to go. Uh, it's so good. Cause like, I've always loved cheering. I think it's I think it's amazing. I think it's an underrated sport. I think it's a sport that people don't think is a sport. Uh, I remember Did you ever do it. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Um, I loved to do gymnastics, but I was too fat. Uh, so <laughs> That's a problem. That was a problem. That was a problem for me. Yeah, that, and there was also a big like scarring moment in fourth grade when my pants fell down doing anyway. Um, a psychologically scarring. A psychologically yeah. scarring. Yeah. No, no. I've got now. I've got the compression socks to yeah. cover all the other scars. Uh, <laughs> No, but like, like when I was a teacher, I used to teach high school in Memphis, Tennessee. And did I know this? I think you did. I might have forgotten this. You might have forgotten it. Did you know this? Yeah. Unlike you, I can remember stories. <laughs> remember some stuff. Yeah. So, but uh, like on the week, I whenever we, we were always encouraged because it was an independent school. Like you have to be you know, like teachers should be present at yeah. things. Uh, and I would always make sure I would go to the sports that people didn't go to. Like, I'm like, fuck football. You know, everyone's going to go. Everyone's it's it's the South. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's a religion. Right there. I'm like, I'm not going to go to baseball. Blah, blah, blah. So, like, I'd go, like, I was a swimmer. So, I would go to the swim teams and I would go, you know, uh, and, but I would go to the cheerleading competitions because I had a lot of the cheer, the cheerleaders were in my class. And I remember the first time going to that, I was like, what are they doing? Yeah. I mean, there were these, these little teeny tiny girls and they were just being thrown in the air. Yeah. And I'm like, I, they come into my class. I'm like, how you, you, that's amazing. How can you do that? And yet you have no idea who wrote Macbeth, you know, like, <laughs> mm, there's a correlation. It's weird. What's yeah. going on here? Yeah. Uh, so the show is like, I've always thought it was amazing. And the show really goes into like how um, physical it is. And like, these these people are like they are strong yeah. and they are beaten up like they are they are wounded Wait, so people. They they, uh, they follow the people who do the throwing in the air. They the follow everybody. Thrown in the I air. mean, it's it's a really cool. They follow like it's kind of based on like, you have the coach who's of course is like a good, you know, Texas woman who she doesn't really 
do anything. She just kind of talks like yeah. this. And she's very, you know, look, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah. And you know you're like, oh, crap. I, I picture Reba McIntyre. Oh, no, help. not as nice. Oh. Not as nice. <laughs> no, but picture more suburban. I'm going to complain to your manager. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, blow yeah. out straight hair. Yeah, yeah. Like some sort of flowy, asymmetrical sweater jacket kind of thing. You know, and she follow her. Like, And she's a badass coach. And these kids, they just want to do well for her and well for them. And they are, they are tumbling. They are. And they are. You see some awful injuries. You're like, whoa. Like people falling. falling. Like especially yeah. like the, the women that get thrown up into the air. Like sometimes they don't get caught. Oh, God. It's and when they come down, yeah. they come down hard. Mm. But it's just, like it's fascinating. And you're kind of they kind of pick out these stories of people and you see the um, how cheer had really played such an important part in their lives. Did they did they do the parents as well? Like who are pushing the kids through the some of them getting a little too involved with the program than they should get involved. You're getting too the wrapped parents? up. Yes, uh, no, because it's a college thing, so they're uh, not. I got it. Okay, you know, so they're not yeah. really. So that, that was the highlight of sheer uh, what that, and I watched like a ton. <laughs> I'm such a stereotype. I watched a ton of old America's Next Top Models. <laughs> I ain't even seen old America. What is? What is that? America's Next Top Model? No. Dude. I've never seen it. He thought the title was Old America. Yeah. He thought I Old thought was in the old, title. Old America. You're saying yeah, it's this Old American. Old they were all like pioneer women. They were just like churning butter over here. Like, mm, yes. Sell that plow. You I've worked with Frontier so woman. Long. What the hell is going on? <laughs> yes, it's Old American. It's Old America's Next Top Model. So they had nothing but like. The planting they reap crops so when they do so this show is an old show it is an Yo, old show okay yeah tyra banks you know she's like she's oh, it was her tyra reality banks show is? yeah how did i not how did i, I miss this show well, because you're a straight man <laughs> you, you watching really sports care. watching sports actually yeah. you should watch america's next top model because they're really hot but it was yeah it was just a modeling competition that tyra banks started out and she's like in the beginning, it was so <laughs> janky. I'm sorry, that riff about old, old <laughs> Americans. Very old. Oh, yeah. How's that going? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that. Scott Duff. And there's He's, somebody like just sketching them because they don't have, you know, <laughs> cameras yet. Oh, God, that's funny. And you didn't watch, after all this, you didn't watch Hunters. I told the man Hunters, to watch it. You Hunters. told me yesterday to watch Hunters, and it was Super <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> It was actually I had last to watch Wednesday. Super Tuesday. You did not. You, uh, let's go back. And let's go. The okay, let's look at the receipts, the shall we? Yeah. All right, I don't have my glasses yeah. on, but I will tell you, you asked me yesterday. No, that's not true. Uh-oh, a lot of reefer smoked. You don't know. Wait, here we go. Great podcast in here, fellas. So much podcast, too, oh, yeah. guys. You mean yesterday, have you been watching Hunters? <laughs> no, but I can. I've been obsessed with Cheer McMillions and The Outsider. Wait, time out. I hate it when he goes I was so right. Well, you're the one who's saying, like, I text everybody no. just to let them know I've got the receipt. I'm perfect. Wait, the call was made last week. Didn't we discuss Hunters last week? No. Oh, okay. Well, no, we talked about this. The reason why we talked on the phone is because I, there's this dude on Facebook that I troll who's a oh, okay. big yeah, Trump fan. Yeah, yeah. And I saw yeah. that you were friends with him, and I was like, Hey, yeah, what's that about? What's that about? You're yeah, like, let me call okay. you. I'm like, all right, fine. I'm yeah. high as a Tesla brat, but sure. <laughs> Man, I'm talking about an hour. Yeah, well, that's I'm, me. I'm doing a, I'm, oh, I know. I love I, it. I love much rather talking to phone than text. I hate text. Oh, yeah, me too. You know what I'm saying? It's awful. Uh, but anyway, I, I really urge you to watch uh, Hunters. And it's, it's, it's a mess as a show. It's just all mixed up. Uh, there's, it's cliche ridden. Uh, it's bits and pieces of all kinds of different genre, but man, I love it. It butters your biscuit. Oh my goodness. It it's butters your biscuit. 1970s, my favorite decade. Great. Uh, disco and- Young uh, Ben Jarofsky. Yes. In his prime. Benny. Benny Jarofsky. Let me guess. He wore a, <laughs> either like a black concert t-shirt, or maybe, Benny, were you a sportsy guy? No, no, no. Because no, in my head, Benny. you're like, Benny. Wait. Young Benny Jarofsky. Look at me now. Yeah. Nothing has changed except I've gotten old. Uh, okay, cool. The so, same pants. Same pants. Desert there we boots, are. boots. You know? You had there an afro, are. though, right? Oh, yeah. The fact, yesterday, uh, a tangent within a tangent, uh, we were doing a political talk show at Promontory uh, on the south side in Hyde Park, and we were talking about Super Tuesday. 
Uh, it was a great show, if I must say. And ap- we're going to download it next week, correct? That's correct. Thank you, Robert Mueller. Uh, and so after the show, <laughs> I stepped down, and who do I see but my old friend Crystal Cash, God bless you, Crystal, who I knew in the 70s. And I was like, oh, my God, I haven't seen her in years. You know what I'm saying? This is an old friend from the 70s. We went to college together. And we had a lot of fun hanging around the same crew and this, that, and the other thing. And she said something. She was said something to everybody who was around. I knew him back in the seventies. He, you should have seen him when he had hair and it was all you know, like really making <laughs> feel old. Yeah, well. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, that back in the seventies, I pretty much dressed the same way I'm dressing now. Awesome. I, in fact, I would like to think that the uh, lead actor in uh, uh hunters? hunters was me in the 70s and that's all i'm gonna say that all right not not well Alex, i haven't know. i haven't no. watched it yet because okay. you never got back to me about whether i should watch it now here you are talking could about you, it could you just leave and watch i will come back. i will i will <laughs> or we'll just watch it right now no, on it's air. a great flake it's it's so over the top but it's they, they're hunting nazis and the nazis are diabolically evil and wait Nazis are evil? No, but I mean like... Oh, they're even more evil. Yeah, they're like really smart evil. Of co- Okay, you know, so like, like James like, Bond kind you know, of evil. You know how in a, uh, uh, like in a Batman, uh, the Joker is so smart in uh-huh. some of the Batman. Like, they're just so smart. They fi- they figure you out. They're always like a step ahead of you yeah, kind of yeah, evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 24 kind of evil. Did yeah, you watch 24? 24. Yeah, yeah. I watched like... Uh, that's how evil they are. They're, and of course they're evil. Nazis. And then... So you have these like that's just like the cherry on the evil cake yeah. right there like so oh we, they're super evil and they're not But I was just hoping that when I first started watching it that they would just sort of be like Hogan's heroes Nazis kind of incompetent Nazis you know and that they would be easy to be slaughtered But that wouldn't be a very <laughs> oh, good hunt No it's like That these, would just be they should call it like shooting fish in a barrel Yes these Nazis are like one step ahead of you Nazis well, the, uh, good guys yeah. are running to keep up and it's got the 70s thing so every now and then it's really weird Scott they will like break into a disco song I don't know what the guys thinking David Weil who created it like all of a sudden they'd stop hunting Nazis and they just they, they, they got to get down. They're getting down to um, what's that song from Saturday Night uh, Fever? Um, come on, man, help me out. With Johnny Travolta's walking down the street at well, the op- uh, the opening of the movie. Well, you can tell by the way I use. Yeah, that. come on, do it right what? now. No, <laughs> but I'm staying alive. Staying That's alive. It. Thank you. Ah, yeah, ah, yeah. Ah, right in the middle ah, of the show. Staying alive. Yeah. Staying alive. Uh, yes. Thank ah, you. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, staying alive. <laughs> yeah, that song. Uh, okay, there we go. Anyway, go see Hunters. By the way, uh, <laughs> one of the things we used to That's do. That's it? That we, we, By yeah, the way, go see Hunters. Yeah. Well, because you, know, you can't really have a conversation about it if I'm the only one who's seen it. No, but, he, okay, but here's the thing, too. Like, Al Pacino and his, like, his Jewish-American dialect. He's good. He's okay. so good. I just it, For 10 trillion points, I did this before. Name all the Jewish characters that Al Pacino has played. Go. Uh... <laughs> you, um, uh, <laughs> Shylock. One. There were ten. Uh, did I say ten? You said ten. I didn't. I don't think I said ten. Let's rewind the tape. Name all the Jewish characters that he's played. I, I, I don't know. know Shylock did it. Was he? Was he? I never saw the son of a woman, but he sounded like he was doing. No, that, he that. Was, I think he's Argentinian in that one. Oh, really? Yeah. But at some point with Al Pacino again the with ice. the Nazis, it comes back to the Nazis. Whoa, Argentina, Argentina in uh, what? There we are, and they are in maxi skirts and wait. having a good time because it's the seventies. Oh. I just remember the other one. What is it? You don't have to write it down. No, because I'll forget otherwise. Well, then tell me. Okay, he played Shylock. <laughs> yeah. He played Phil Spector in a made-for-TV oh, movie about oh, yeah, Phil yeah, Spector, yeah. the record producer, who yeah. is now in prison for murder. Yeah. Uh, and he played in Angels in America, Roy Cohn. Oh, yeah, he did. Do I know my stuff? You do know you. You, you, you can know tell your by the man, the dude in waiting. Music. Yes. Who knew that Al Pacino had such a depth and breadth of Have Jewish characters in America? The, yeah, 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 yeah. The movie I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. What I'm talking about. <laughs> it's actually I not know a movie. What you're talking it's about. It's an HBO made. For, it's Thank you. Two part thing. Yes, yes, I saw it. Meryl Streep is wonderful. She's a national treasure. Yes. And that is where we actually got Patrick Wilson. 
Isn't that his name? Yeah. Uh, he's he's the dude that's in like the Conjuring movies. He's like pops up. He is so He was in my boyfriend in America? And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played um Joe. Oh. Did he played not Joe. Know he's that. like the really, really handsome good one, but he looks so Midwestern. Yes. My boyfriend and I, whenever we see somebody that's like just so like Midwestern oh, yeah, yeah. handsome, we call yeah, them we call them milk. Yeah. Because they looks like they smell like milk. <laughs> and this dude, yeah. Patrick Wilson, looks like he smells he like milk. Does. By the way, remember when he still was going, I did not know I that. I did not know that. I know he's retaining Johnny Carter. Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> uh, no, but that Angels of America one's yeah, really very good. good. I don't know why good. I was on that. Yeah. Uh, uh went on this. Al Pacino. Oh, because of Al Pacino. Al yeah. Pacino. So Al Pacino's I'm great in Hunters, in Hunters. And I urge everybody to see it. He just carries it. Uh, and what can I, what else can I say? Some Ooh, really great as long as we're talking about like streaming TV and I was late to this game, but I want to make sure that everyone's, have you ever seen Pen15? No, never Dennis, heard of did it. you see Pen? Oh, it's on Hulu. It's, um, right I down. know the joke, Pen15. Yeah, it, well, it's about uh, these two. joke? It's like penis. penis. Ah, oh, okay. Oh, oh look at that. <laughs> It's an eye joke about a dick joke. Uh, so Pen15. Is podcasts are fun. Podcasts are great. I'm so happy that I mean, I'm just like, like swearing up a storm. It's I a feel totally so liberated. Animal, yeah. Like ah, uh, like I just want to be like. I feel like we should all like have like a sweat lodge moment now. Like we should all just be like maybe naked and like just swearing at each other and socks. sweating and see the, see the hot hot compression socks going on here. Gotta leave that one on. It's gotta stay on for at least twelve hours a day. Oh, wait, so Pen Fifteen. It's this great show on Hulu. It's about these two. Uh, it's written by these two women. I wish I know their names, but I don't. Um, and you've got a daughter. Yeah. Two. You've got daughters. Yeah. Yes. It's it's their middle school experience, um, except the two of them who are in their 30s, they're playing themselves in middle school, and everybody else is of middle school age. Oh, it's like Billy Madison, one of the greatest movies of the 1990s. Dennis's favorite movie. I can't do Adam Sandler. <laughs> Time out. I know. I haven't seen Uncut Gems. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know you where you were going. Yeah, where I know going. where you were going. That is where he's I, going. Yeah, I did not see it. I can do Adam Sandler when he does serious stuff. I don't like his com- his, his okay. movies because I think his comedy is dumb. Uncut Gems. Run, don't walk. Run, don't walk. I know. Okay. In fact, it's streaming now, so you can just watch it while you're high. Oh, my God. I got to get a new battery for my remote, okay? Like, that's how much that's how much streaming I've been doing. My little IT Apple TV battery thing. Battery. It wore out. So I got to get one of those, but I will. No, I totally want to oh see it because I hear he's great. His performance. Did you Should, see his um his acceptance speech at the Industry yes, Spirit of Awards? It was so great. It was. It was. Yeah, I love. I'm Adam with Sandler. you. Okay, I love. But Adam I don't Sandler. think it is anything like Billy Madison. Well, no, but the, the conceit is the same. Billy Madison isn't Billy Madison the one where he's a grown man, but in the body of a like a third grader or something, and he's sitting in the chair. That's sort of. That's any Adam Sandler movie. Wait, like, time he's out. Just, what did I? What's wrong with? with my he was a, he's an older guy who uh, n- never went to high school and then he he goes, goes back. He, he goes also, through. it's high school yeah. out there, yeah. right? Away. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. But he's but he's an old dude. But the thing is, like these people in the show, they are they're playing as if they are were in middle school. Just I their, see. So it's not really like Billy Madison it, at all. That's why I was like, "Where are you going with this?" Like, no, no. I forgot Billy. I saw it about twenty years ago. <laughs> By the way, you don't have multiple viewings of Billy Madison at your house. No, Adam Sandler, who I, I think is really talented, he did a movie. Did do you do you watch Adam Sandler movies on Netflix? No, because he got um, a, he got a deal with Netflix to make new movies. Did you know? Oh that? yeah yeah yeah. Did you watch any of them? No. Oh, okay, forget it. Well, what are they? But no, the we, one that he did with Chris Rock. They play uh, friends whose kids are getting married to each other. And oh yeah, no, leads, okay. Very. I I was sorry. Just <laughs> shut that down. <laughs> He's laughing. All right. So I just can't with the Adam Sandler. Uh, anyway, we'll all. definitely see Uncut Gems. I will definitely see that because yeah, he's supposed to be great in the movies. Like takes mm. post out of that sentence. And I, I believe now you're a movie guy. I believe that Adam exposed <laughs> out of that. Sounds like someone's got the case of the spose does over there. <laughs> he's supposed to be great. All right. He is, he is great. great. See? The great Adam Sandler. Uh, he, he really has missed you, by the way. And uh, I've missed him too. That's why we talked to the phone for an hour. Uh, where was I going with this? Oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, there was the movie. Oh, so I had a, you weren't here for all this. You missed all. We, I know. I'm so we, we did, uh, Sergio Mims and myself, who was was on, you probably you may have met him when 
when back in the old days, I would remember if I met someone named Sergio. Oh, well, Sergio Mims was it was a regular then. He's still a regular on the show. If I as long as I have a show, Sergio Mims will be a regular. The guy knows more about movies than anyone I've ever met. He comes on, we do a movie thing. He runs the Black Harvest Film Festival. Oh, the whoa. guy is the genius about movies and so we did this thing where we all you know we did the oscars who should have who was going to win and who should have won and who should have won of the people who were nominated and who didn't even get nominated but and adam Adam sandler Sandler. no i know and eddie murphy yes right yes dolomite is my name is so good it is like the karate kid of black exploitation films it's like lost me on that. No, it's like it's like the underdog. Like, come on, we want you to win. We want you to win. But then there are boobs. Yeah, I love lots it so and lots much. of boobs. Yes, yeah, two times I've seen that movie. I loved it so much. It's and a good movie. It, the, the bias. There's two biases there. One, a bias against Eddie Murphy. Uh, establishment Hollywood hates him. Not quite sure why. I Just, don't know why. I, it's, don't get it. Because he's fabulously successful, has a great life, and they're jealous. Okay. The, they hate him. They hate him. And he's comic. There's a bias against comedy. And you should know that. Oh, I know that. Oh, I know that. They don't think that Eddie Murphy uh, is a credible actor because he's making you laugh, which is ridiculous. Oh, I'm, uh, hello, I say it all the time. (laughs) It's like people think that if, unless it hurts, it's not art. You know, like comedy is one of the like hardest things to do, but because it makes you feel so good yeah. when you're watching it that you think, oh, that's easy, you know, but it's like, you know, that, no, that whole thing, like, you know, dying is easy. Comedy yeah. is hard. And like, that's why that I, is totally so what think it is. about this marriage story. I assume you saw it. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, there's something I could say about marriage. Story. All right overrated okay but putting that aside <laughs> that's considered great acting when uh what's his name adam driver and uh scarlett johansson emote yes okay the, uh, uh, i wish you were dead yeah, yeah. yeah they're flat. that's great acting but somehow or other when eddie murphy does that comic scene, which is just brilliant, where in the bed, I don't know if you remember, where they're making the bed go up oh, and down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. not acting. I know. You know? Look, you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> you're preaching <laughs> to the choir over here. Okay, Jarowski, I get it. Yes, I'm so. down with you. Yeah, man. Very rarely does, does the Academy, like, even acknowledge comedy as like as a genre. We were lucky enough that we had uh, Melissa McCarthy. She was nominated for Bridesmaids. Which surprised the was she mm-hmm. supporting actress? Yep. Did she win? No. She was nominated for best and actress. She's, yep. For um, you do it. Oh, Come on. Oh, she Come played on. Lee Israel, and it is a movie about being sad. Like, sorry, <laughs> I'm not here. What shit? What's it called? I, I can't remember either. Oh, see, you don't know. <laughs> you don't. Don't uh, I, challenge I me, and don't you play music unless he knows. <laughs> he doesn't know if I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lee Israel. No. I, by the way, I read the book. Yeah, I like the movie so much that, that I read went the book? and read the book, and the book is excellent. Of course, it is. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because the movie's real good, and the That's book is always, always better. The, the book is always better. Uh, Name me one movie where the book where the movie is better than the book. The Godfather. Okay, I haven't read the book, so <laughs> I was gonna, like, I'm setting this up. I'm like, I haven't read most of these things. You're talking to the guy who like I did not read a single Harry Potter, but I saw every single one of those movies. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't see a movie and only read one. That's a whole other uh, That's story. That's a whole thing. That's but, fine. Uh, it's no, cool. I, 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 I mean, when you put that challenge at me, I read The Godfather, Mario Puzo. I think the movie's much better. I actually think Godfather 2 is better than Godfather 1. Well, I know. So we've Which, all seen Scream 2. We know uh, where they have that whole conversation in there. Like Scream? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or the sequel, which sequel's better? Yeah. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Nope. Part of a trilogy. It was already planned. I got it. <laughs> Godfather Part Two. Timothy Oliphant says it. Thank you very much to wow. Sarah Michelle Geller. I happen to love that movie. Yeah, fuck you, Sergio. Who knows their movies? Oh. Who knows their movies now? You know what's gonna be listening? <laughs> All right, Sergio. I'm gonna invite. No, Scotty no, don't do it. No, one. no, no. I only know you stupid movies. I only know stupid movies. Oh. Well, Sergio <laughs> knows all the movies. <laughs> Uh, and what one of the things he does, I, you should really come to. I'm going to give a big plug to the Black Harvest Film Festival. They do every year. They uh, do a retro movie. So 25 years later, like they did Crooklyn last year. I don't know if you ever saw Crooklyn. Yeah, but, best uh, soundtrack ever. Yes. 
So good. So good. I miss soundtracks. I it's anyway, it's a I'm great. Didn't interrupt you. I I just Crooklyn. I loved it when it came out in the early '90s. It's I gotta tell you, it's even better today. And so then when it's all done, after you see the movie on the big screen, which is really great to see an old movie on a big screen, then uh, Sergio will bring out like the director or the writer. Or Spike the, Lee. No, he his sister, the writer, was oh. there. Joey Lee was the guest, and then the, the actress who played the little girl. So in Crooklyn, the little girl's eight, and this woman is now, now she's 33 30. or whatever. And it was just fantastic. Anyway, I love uh, Black Harvest Film Festival and Sergio. So you, you know what? I'm going to invite you to the next. We, oh, and it's like you got to watch the movie. I'll watch the movie yeah, if and you then we tell discuss. me before, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, I, we, we haven't uh, figured out the next one because there's it's kind of, a, except for The Invisible Man, which you saw. I just saw that too. But you yeah. didn't really like it. No, he, okay. <clears throat> Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I thought it was wildly entertaining, and I thought it was very, very tense. There were some tense moments. It was tense. I do have... <laughs> okay, I'm throwing my friend under the bus. I have a very good friend of mine who I've known for 20-some-odd years whose hearing is slowly going away. And she... You think I'm loud? <laughs> she is the loudest human being <laughs> on the planet. Yeah. And she sometimes needs to comment on things. And so, like, something... Booscary will happen, or you know, Elizabeth Moss is fighting the air. Yeah. Like, no, air no, person, I can't see you, air person. No, yeah. no, no. And then she'll turn and be like, Well, that wasn't good. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so I had kind of a very loud friend with me, with the invisible person. And we were so like, and it was one of those theaters where like you had to choose your seat. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so we chose it, but we didn't realize we were going to be sitting quite as close to some people. And I'm like, Okay. So, that aside, but I think, but the movie was really, really great. I thought it was super duper tense. I thought um, it looked amazing. I loved that we just launched right into it, right into like, it, like right into yeah. it, like uh oh, waves crashing with at the, the right. Well, with the wave, I was like, mm, you didn't like cool. the waves crashing. I thought it looked a little cheesy. Oh my goodness, mm. that brought me right into the movie. Well, it was just the whole like Elizabeth Moss, like run, Elizabeth Moss, yeah, run. run, right? Don't give also, anything away, but mind yes. it, but just yeah, just, it starts out like a doozy. But there are some moments where I'm sitting there like, okay. Like. In real time you did this? Yes. But, but because most of the time I was like, oh, I, well, I, spoilers. Don't give any spoilers. Well, uh, we just kind of like. Okay, so like when, like, like when there's a moment like when she, they're like, okay, so you know from the trailer she's like, my husband is, didn't die. He just managed to make himself invisible. And they're trying to figure out okay. how like, we can yeah. see him. You know, so that at one point, something Oh, I love that scene. In fact- It's great. Yeah. But- The paint. Yes. So, okay, he gets paint dumped on him. Yeah. And then, but all of a sudden, it gets washed off like the Yeah, that. no, that's a valid point. That drove me. I was like, there's just point. some loopholes. Like, see, that doesn't make any sense. Okay. And, but then I'm like, but- it's a movie called The Invisible Man, and that doesn't make sense. So just shut up, Scott, yeah. and watch the movie. Watch but the movie. I know, but there are a couple of times I was like, okay. No, but see, here's the thing. It's what I call uh, in real time as opposed to after the movie. So if it's a really good scary movie, and my wife and I love scary movies. Me too. Yeah, so... Um, I'm like into it. I'm not thinking about, oh, this is inconsistent. I'm, I'm like at my eyes. I have to, like, I get this thing I do where I put my hands over my eyes and I look through my fingers like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, like that Because that'll kind of shelter me. And if something really bad happens, I can just close. Um, <clears throat> so I can't believe I'm admitting this. Wow. Okay. And uh, so that's how I was for about half of The Invisible Man. But then it's after the fact and we're going home, driving home. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. But that wait, that wait. doesn't make sense. And Where did the dog come from? You know, like where the, was the dog? The, the whole dog thing? the whole time. Like, mm, why is the dog so healthy? Yeah. How much time? It, like, mm, okay, but no. But when I first saw the dog, okay, that nobody knows where. When I first saw the dog, when he came back, to, when she came back to the house and saw the dog, I go. That dog must have been I know, crapping how, in the house for like, the There's got to be like poop all over. I know. Same thing with like the big, big, the, the big reveal thing. Don't reveal. I'm not, but you know, I'm like, there's going to be poop. There would be so much yes. poop and like yeah. bad smells and uh, no. Yeah. Anyway. That's what got me. That's uh, what I think. But Elizabeth think Moss it, is. It's fantastic. No one does like, uh, 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 like intense. Oh, I had a better phrase and it totally went out of my head right now. Shit, she's 
she does um like just really intense out not outrage just like huh she's great no she <laughs> language is left to uh, me right now which okay. is perfect on the podcast but a li- <laughs> and, and i'll just say this now it is early march she is i can't imagine an actress doing a better job in a movie than elizabeth moss she will not be nominated because it's a horror movie. It's just like uh, Lupita from Us last oh, year. Oh, Lupita Nyong'o which, got robbed. Yeah, well, that was the other one. Okay, robbed. so uh, Adam Sandler, Eddie Murphy, and Lupita. It, from Us, absolutely sensational. Now, what about J-Lo? J- abs- oh, she got robbed, too. Okay. She absolutely got robbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was a racism thing. For, for Adam Sandler, too. Well... <laughs> anti-thematic I don't know <laughs> that was interesting I thought like well no I like the words come closer dear listener I'm gonna say something controversial let's just whisper for the rest whisper. we'll do the whole the rest of the thing is ASMR it's like mm, I just does anybody want a cookie I want a, the cookies so, are for Mark Sims ladies uh, and gentlemen <laughs> Whatever. Thank God ASMR got a, went away. <laughs> um, so I, I just want to say, uh, yeah, do you think it was racism? Probably. I think so. Uh, yeah. I think so. I mean, because the Academy is a bunch of old white dudes. Kind of like, you know, who's running for the... But in that? terms of scary movies, they don't, again... For Kathy Bates. Misery? Mm-hmm. Did she get nominated? She won. Okay. <laughs> the one that I sit Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Jodie Foster? Oh, no. Uh, she won? She won. And Hopkins Anthony won? Hopkins won. And the movie won. For 10 trivia points, what is the song that opens that movie when the the uh, girl is driving through the rain? Go. Do you know the answer? Yeah, I do know ben the answer. Ben knows the answer. Oh, right. but it's not the opening of the movie. It is, uh, uh, it's David Bowie. Eh. Wait, no, no, um. American, yeah, American yeah. girl, yeah. Yeah, uh, American uh, girl. American girl. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 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 I know it. I, he knows Who is it. it? Tom Petty in the heartbeat. Yeah, Tom Petty, thank you, thank you. American girl. Right. Take it easy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> She's from Chicago. Who? Uh, Brooke Smith, I believe is her name. The, the, actress, plays, who, the actress who played that. And the guy who played um, uh, 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 Buffalo Bill, Ted Levine, he's also from Chicago. I did not there you are. Know are you excited about Candyman? Very. Oh. Very. I've got, I've got a bunch. Okay, this is another one where Scott Duff needs a win. I have so many friends who are in that movie because it was shot here. Yes. And the trailer just dropped. I saw the trailer. So good. And yeah. I'm like, I know you, I know you, I know you, I know you, I know you. It's sucks. great. It's so great, excited. but it sucks that you should be in Oh, it. it's fine. Yeah. All right. It's fine. Something but. will happen. Also, here's the deal. Uh, I know a lot of things. I think the reason why I'm like, Scott Duff needs a win is just because Thankfully, especially here in Chicago, when it comes to like theater, especially theater, but like when we're moving towards like TV and films, people are being like middle-aged white guys. We are done. Not, not done. It's just like, you know what? We've heard your story. We're going to tell these other stories. And I totally get that. Yeah, I but t- in telling the other stories, they still need middle-aged oh, white yeah. guys. No, I know that. But, be- the, but they also have like the middle-aged white guys that they've been using when they were young white guys and now they're middle-aged guys. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, but they're. I'm not buying what you're saying. All right, but would you buy if <laughs> the studio's on fire? Uh, oh, no. Oh, my it's God. Fire. Wait. Uh, fire. Can I just tell you that when I saw in the, in the Invisible Man, we, the, we wanted to see the 9 o'clock show, and the only theater it was playing was with the giant screen with the surround the oh, sound. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it cost a fortune to go see, but we didn't want to at wait. Nine, at night? Nine o'clock at night? Even at old people. The only good thing about I getting old is you get the senior oh, the discount. citizen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, most of the people don't care. You could get it. Are you still a member of SAG? No. Oh. Wait, you, you get a, a a discount if you're in SAG? Free. Duh. A furry movie. You can see like a movie a day. Wait, time out. You can show them the card and they let you in? Uh-huh. I did not know that. All those years well, I was Oh, <laughs> there you go. Ben's pissed. I still have a card, I think. They're not going to look at they're the not, date. They're going to look at the date. It changes. Doesn't it change colors? I do not know. <laughs> I don't think he was in that long to know I if it changes colors. <laughs> they said. <laughs> it was right around the time it would would have been re-upping to go let's get rid of that guy let's get rid of that dude <laughs> too many free movies <laughs> yeah. Sad. Uh, he needs to watch old american next top model churning butter over here <laughs> oh. uh 
By the way, did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I did. Did you enjoy it? I th- would have enjoyed it more if it was 90 minutes shorter. Oh, God. <laughs> it was too long. I love me a long movie, and I love I love Tarantino. I, I am one of those weird Tarantino heads. I think he's great. I thought the performances were amazing. They were like knocked it out of the park. Every single person in there, even Margaret Robbie, who everyone's like, "Why did she take that part? It's just so inappropriate, and small." And yeah. I'm like, she killed. There it. was she killed it. She was yeah. Sharon Tate. Yeah. So much so that when she's watching that Sharon Tate yeah, yeah. in the movie, I was like, "Wait, is that her in the movie?" Yeah. Very good. Yeah, like she I was know. so great. Yeah. Margaret Robbie, I remember the first time I laid eyes on her was the Wolf of Wall Street. And I was like, who are you? Yeah. And she is just like taken off. I love, I love her. I love yeah. watching her work. I think she's amazing. She's all the time. awesome. But in the end, but I liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I liked it. Um, I, I just thought it was too well, long. We, uh, let me see. One, two, three, four times I've seen it. And I would, oh, well, there we go. Well, then I suggest you read a book, sir. Clearly, you have 12 hours on your hands. uh, uh, And I'll probably see it a fifth time because there's a friend of mine who hasn't seen it. And so we're all going to gather at another friend's house. I'm going to bring, see, I I bought the uh, CD. Yeah, I still have CDs. Or DVD. Oh, DVD. It's okay. And so I bought it. I wasn't going to watch it. And then I just, uh, my wife was doing something. So she goes, I'm going to be a little late. So I said, I'll just watch a little bit of this movie. Couldn't stop. Once it was like going down a hill. <laughs> and that scene, like, like there's, it, well, you know, I mean, it's going to sound so obvious, but Quentin Tarantino movies are collections of great scenes. I mean, you don't even have to worry if the movie ties all together it's just these moments in a quentin tarantino movie that i some moments i don't like better than others so you just kind of chill out that moment will pass and that's why it ends up being 90 minutes too long or whatever because there's all these moments so you may not have liked the scene where for instance he's sitting with the little girl loved it i, I she it. was great she was, she was sorry cut you off okay but so now your listeners don't know <laughs> she's sitting with a little girl yeah and they're eating a plate of nachos and nachos have, yeah. did you, did you not see that movie? this was the extended director's cut uh, so yeah so they they ate a plate of nachos mm. and then she gets diverticulitis really bad yeah that's the same movie and so we're gonna talk real quiet now anyway my favorite scene yeah. bar none without a doubt is when uh brad pitt goes to the ranch oh yeah it's right. awesome Right? And all the performance, like you're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Because you know what, what ranch they're going yes. to. I don't want to give anything away, though. Everybody saw it. And I, I do want to say this was a, one of our my favorite shows with Sergio. Give him another shout out. There were three Tarantino geeks sitting in this studio, utterly geeking out. Yeah, you about, can leave Tarantino oh, out yeah. of that sentence. <laughs> three geeks. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, anything else you want to tell us before we head down the road to whatever else we're going to do next? Uh, you want to promote anything? Talk about it? Hey, wait. What? What? Hey. <laughs> huh? Who? Why don't we get... What the what? Let's do some political talk. Oh, okay. Some political talk show. Yeah, I know. I figured, but I was like, are we ending? Are we doing well, I what was going to ending, but you oh, know, no, could... I cannot let you leave without getting some political talk. Scott Duff follows politics. He talks about politics on I his do. Uh, radio show. So, you know, who's your favorite candidate? Who are you rooting for? Right now, I'm rooting for Elizabeth Warren. Uh, and I'm I I don't I, I hate the primary process I hate it I hate the fact that Iowa and New Hampshire get basically five times the voting power than the rest of the country and it you know by the time people get to us because we're what the f- four I mean, we're down there yeah like Illinois is we're we're near the end so our vote doesn't really count in the primaries well it counts m- no it doesn't more than it did last time. But whatever it's, well, yeah. Do you think so? You know, I can't remember. I don't think it. I mean, I don't think I it can't does. Remember because by the because you know, by the time people are running out of money, by the time because we're one of the last yes, primaries. Yes. So by the time that it finally gets down to us, people have dropped out, and there might be like, and in this case, when we had a field of what twenty two candidates yes. to begin with, then now it was whittled down to you know six. 
uh, and Tulsi Gabbard over here. Super and that was Super Two Day. day yeah. You know, and still Tulsi is still over here, She's which still just there. makes me not a giggle. big Tulsi fan. No. Yeah. Not at all. She uh, routinely gets trash on this show uh, for reasons different than the one I think you're going to trash her about. Uh, but uh, we have uh, guests who come on uh, who are Muslim and they talk about uh, Tulsi's bizarre attitudes toward Muslims and uh, her extremist connections to extremist uh, Hindu uh, politicians in India. So oh, it's a yeah. different issue than the one I believe you're going to. Well, I mean, up. yeah, she hates gays, yes. but like, but there's not even that. It's just also like, stop. Yeah, she says she's over that hating the gays. She's thing. done. She apologized. You know, and here's the thing. When, because we're in such a weird cancel culture right now, which I just hate. I hate cancel culture. What about Louis C.K.? Hmm. Here, well, here's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, when people come forward and they say that they are sorry, mm -hmm. when do we believe them? Like, when do we believe that, like, okay, if Tulsi Gabbard, she's like, yeah, I said these horrible things, and you know what? I was wrong. Joy Reid, one of my favorite MSNBC mm -hmm. people, Joy Reid, she had a blog that was so, like, that she was posting some stuff that was very much like against same sex marriage and marriage equality and you know, like marriage should be between a man and woman, blah, blah, blah. And joy reads. She's like, you know what? I said some stupid things back then. And I am really sorry. Like I believe her, uh, Bloomberg, he dropped out today. Um, do we believe him when he says he's sorry or when it comes to like with stop and frisk, or do we believe that he's changed when it comes no. to like these? I don't think so either. I mean, cause he you changed I mean? literally to run for office. He changed literally to run for office, yeah. you know? And like, so with Tulsi Gabbard, when she did come out and she did, she did apologize. I'm like, okay, cool. Like you're not my fave, but I'm like, uh, people change. But when it comes to cancel culture, we've yet Louis CK has not come out and apologized. He has not said that he is sorry for what he has done or even acknowledge that he did anything wrong. Probably because he's not sorry. Probably. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. So when it comes to, <clears throat> but when it comes to people who are in the public eye, who want to be, you know, make amends and be, be like, I messed up yeah. in the past. When, do, if we cancel everybody, we're not allowing people to change and to evolve. We're not allowing them to be like, oh wait, you are out, are allowed to change your mind. You are allowed to have a different opinion now. And you are allowed to say, you know what? I screwed up and I screwed up big time. So that, that's always a big thing for me. So well, I, it, I just think she's also just like, ugh. that's, uh, you do have to give some of the benefit of the doubt in my humble opinion. Yeah. If they, uh, have apologized and shown that they've changed, you should, you should give them the, the benefit of the doubt. And, uh, it's funny. This is on my mind by chance uh, in a previous, right before you were doing this interview, uh, I was interviewing uh, Jacob Meister, who's running for office here in, in Chicago. We got onto the subject of uh, uh, Joe Biden, and he was saying, well, Joe Biden was really good on gay marriage, and he was the one who led Obama. Yeah. And then I said, do not make the mistake, if you believe that, and you like Joe Biden because of that, of ever Googling uh, Joe Biden and gay marriage. Because if you do, what will pop up on your... Uh, on your feed from uh, the Google search is Joe Biden at the vice presidential debate in 2008 against Sarah Palin, where he just says in the administration of Barack Obama, we will not allow gay marriage or whatever, however he phrases it. it's literally a direct statement yeah. that was made during the campaign for all the strategic reasons that they were worried about freaking swing. Going. This is the second time I've gone on to this rap today. Yeah, but, but if you go back even further in your Google search and you go back to that stupid bullshit story of Joe Biden that he would tell at the, I think one of the first debates was like, it was ninth, the summer was 1968. <laughs> was young Joe Biden was walking to work with his dad and he saw two men kissing. And he's like, dad, did you not remember I this? Oh my God. <laughs> he was, saw two men kissing? He's like, yeah. The, In 1968? No, he did not. He totally <laughs> is making that up. He was a lie. Because he's like, it was, again, it was like in the 60s. Who's going to be kissing? And no one's going to be kissing. It's like, there's two men they were outside the courthouse and they, they embraced and kissed. And I said, dad, what's that? And my dad said, son, that's love. <laughs> and I'm like, ugh. And he would trot that story out. And I'm like, yeah. shut up. <laughs> oh, you're the worst. Like, stop it, Joe. Like, uh, that did not happen. Yeah. That would not have happened in Delaware in, in 1968 or whatever it was. Like, yeah, no, it's so <laughs> annoying. But I'm like, don't, don't do that. Like, uh, that's why like, you know, ugh. 
So in terms of the Super Two Day, did you, did I ever tell you who I wanted to win? Warren. Warren. Okay, there we are. Yeah, I want I want Elizabeth Warren. Oh, because the primaries. And now we're talking about this. Yeah. Gotcha. Now. So Elizabeth Warren, I uh, well, uh, as far as I know, she hasn't stepped out of the race yet. Yeah, Let's I don't see. think there's, she has. But here's a blur. Nope, she hasn't stepped out of the race. Uh, I believe she'll still be in the race in Illinois. I don't know why she's going to stick around. She I don't know either. She didn't finish third in her home state of Massachusetts. And uh, yeah, I like Elizabeth Warren too a lot. She was always my number two. Bernie was number one, Elizabeth Warren number two. And number three, vacillated. I went through a Andrew Yang phase. I went through a Kamala Harris phase. Oh, uh, yeah. with the Joey Biden phase. You know, because it's number three. It's like, yeah. you know. It, I, you know, here's the thing. I'm probably going to end up eating crow because I've been saying this ever since Biden entered the race, but I'm like, stop, don't, 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 don't. I just didn't, I, there's something about him that I'm like, we need, well, no. He is competent. He is smart. He is compassionate. He is an honorable man. But, um, but I think, but what I was hoping for, especially at the beginning, is that we would get a different perspective. That we would have a either like a woman or a woman of color or a man of color or somebody who was younger. Like there was, I feel like that is what our country needs right now. We need something fresh. We need something bold. We need um, something to excite the public because, you know, even with Bernie, he's excited so many young voters and they did not turn out. Well, the, the ones who really are excited turned out. They're just the most people in this country don't pay attention to politics. I know this because I obsessively talk about politics. And when I, when I'm not on the air talking to other political junkies, when I'm in just dealing with ordinary human beings, I'll be talking about politics and I'll say something and I'll look at the person and it'll be the equivalent of you looking at me when you mentioned old American <laughs> dating or whatever that thing was. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get it. You know what I mean? It's like, totally get it. Uh, you don't know what I'm talking about. And so then I feel compelled, you know, I'll just say, well, uh, so-and-so was a senator because this is journalism, you the parenthetical in between the commas where you explain what the antecedent right. is. And, you know, you take nothing for granted. You, you're always trying to spread the word, teach somebody right. something. Yep, yep, yep. And the reality is that I would say about a quarter of the country is paying attention. Oh, yeah. And all, I mean, we just need, there's got to be huge campaign reform. There just has to be. Uh, in my, because I'm t I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted from this campaign, and we're just really getting into the no, meat of it now. It, yeah, you know, and it's like it's been. I, but be, it'll be it'll 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 be a break. Although maybe not. I'm not no, I don't think it will. Because yeah. now we're gonna have like you know, dumb fuck is now gonna get a, have a platform. He's gonna be able to talk more, and it's like ugh. You mean Donnie? Yeah. All right. First of all, the one thing I have to give Donnie credit for that he has totally changed the way an incumbent president uh, responds in an election year while he's waiting for the other party to select its nominee. In the old days, they just go about their business being presidential. They're above it all. It was the famous Rose Garden strategy where you never leave the White House and you you, you let underlings talk. Donnie's like tweeting, commenting. Oh, I know. Trolling. You well, you know, you're commenting on which. So you like that? I'm over. I'm done with it. I, part of Donald John Trump's presidency that I appreciate is how he shows how full of crap so many people are when they pretend things are one way when in reality we know they're not. So I've lived through the Cold War. I've lived through the United States telling all the people and the citizens, all, all the citizens of our country, that the, this is an evil empire that we're up against and we have to give up all our rights to be against them. And here comes Donald Trump and he's making friends with uh, the president of Russia, Putin, who used to be one of the top officials in the KGB. They don't get any more evil than KGB officials, right? Well, and except for sexy Nazis. So, I mean... <laughs> No, diabolically, diabolically evil. Diabolically evil, not sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. In the, and it's <laughs> literally a chess game, by the way. Yeah. So anyway, so I despise the man's policies. I, I dislike immensely what he's doing to our country. But I get a kick out of the fact that he breaks all the rules. He gets away with it. There's a part of me that oh, I got to tell you. That's weird to me. Because it, it's exhausting. It's just exhausting. I'm like, you are the leader of the free world. You are a baby. Yeah, you are nothing true. but a big narcissistic baby and a bully. I, and it's annoying. I will give you 
I will give you a reason why it's good for us. Okay. It keeps us awake. I feel that during the Obama years, uh, liberals, lefties went to sleep. Well, Obama's great. I love Obama. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like the one thing that I think that I always say about the Trump administration, the best thing that it's, that's come out of it is that people are engaged. People know. Like there you go. I was I loved the Obama years because I especially like when Trump first took office. Like I, I remember like when Obama was there, I had no idea where Obama was. But then when he first when Trump first took office, I knew everything yeah. that happened and where he was and what was going on. And I hated that. So. If uh, the Democrat gets elected, unless it's Bernie, Bernie will keep things interesting. If 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 Joseph Biden is elected president of the United States, we're going to go back to sleep again. Uh, well, it all, I think I think it all depends on what happens with the Senate, because uh, like if Mitch McConnell is still in, I think. Um, we won't be going to sleep right. because Mitch McConnell will do the exact same thing to so Biden he, what he, that he did to Obama. Obama. And, and so like one term president, we're not passing anything, even though they're not passing anything now. Like, ugh. and so I'm hoping and we will close this, close this now because we're over an hour, which is a long time, even for a Ben Jarofsky uh, bonus. segment. <laughs> I will. I'll close it by saying this. Uh, if what if your prediction is true, I'm hoping that the Democrats stay vigilant because they fell asleep when uh, that last year of Obama, where Mitch McConnell kept them from replacing uh, Scalia with a Democrat, put the two middle fingers high in the air to the Democrats, and they they had, they didn't respond. They didn't do anything. They didn't do yeah. anything. McConnell was he was free to do whatever he wanted. There was no uprising. There's no consequence. No politician lost a seat because of that because they played along with that. So here's hoping that if your prediction comes true. The Democrats will be vigilant. How about ending it right there? Sounds great. His name is Scott Duff. Yeah. Scotty D. Look it's out. It's been too long. We're going to get you back on a monthly basis, just like in the old then days. Send me a text. Okay. Scott, tell people where they can hear that uh, fantastic uh, radio show. You can hear uh, Out Chicago every Sunday from 11 to 1, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WCPT 820 and streaming live on WCPT820.com. And WCPT stands for W. Ben, get out of here. Get out of here, Ben. <laughs> Why are you ruining everything? <laughs> We can't take you anywhere, Ben. Ah, we can't have nothing nice. All right, that's Scott Duff. I'm Ben Jarofsky. That's another bonus show on the Ben Jarofsky Show. Take care, everybody. Play the radio. Make sure the television, the, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone, make sure the kids hear words. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.